You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Happy Pentecost. <laughs> Amen. Yes. The church was inaugurated on this day 2,000 years ago with power hallelujah <laughs> glory amen yes thank you jesus why don't we just appreciate him again let's just appreciate him just just father we thank you thank you for the gift Thank you for your precious gift. Thank you for your wisdom. Personified. My God. Thank you for the manifestation of the superior wisdom from above. We thank you. We bless your name. We give you glory. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. My Lord and my God, be glorified in our lives. Fill us. Fill us with your presence. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your glory. Fill us with your presence. My Lord and my God, I want to know you more and more. We want to manifest you. I want to manifest your power. I want to manifest your glory to our generation. Lord Jesus, we appreciate you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Yes. We're talking about wisdom for the times. Have you had time to not only listen to the message last week, but to pray into it? You see, I want you to go beyond just listening to messages. Okay? Because you just listen to the message. It's, it's wonderful. But you need to begin to extract what God is saying to you as a person. Alright? There's a difference between the word of God and the word from God. Are you following me? Yes. There's the word of God. But then there is the word from God. So when you, when you go back to the word. And you listen to it again. And you listen to it again. Then you receive the word from God to you. It becomes a rema to you. It becomes applicable to you. Otherwise, you just get information. 
Although information is powerful, but it's not the ultimate. Amen? Yeah. Knowledge is not the ultimate. Even in God's scheme of things, knowledge is not ultimate. Because you can know and still be lost. You get my point? Yeah, you can know and still be lost. As a matter of fact, the temptation in the garden was about knowledge. Is that not so? Yeah, it was about knowledge. So, if you if you live if you live just on the realm of knowledge, you are limited. And I know knowledge is powerful, but it's limited in its capacity to transform. So many people receive the word of God, but it doesn't transform them because they just receive the knowledge. Are you getting my point? Yeah. They just receive the knowledge. So that's why you need to go back to the word of God. Whatever you receive, go back to it. Feed upon it again and tell the Lord, speak to me. And, 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 and let, let, let there be a word to, to you from God. Because there's a general word which is for everybody. But then there's a specific word for your situation. There's a specific word for where God is taking you. So it's that specific word. It's the sent word that brings healing. It is the sent word that brings deliverance. You know, he sent his word and his word healed them. So it's the word that is sent to you. That heals you. So many of you are carrying situations, conditions, pains that are not supposed to last more than three days in your life. You've carried it for too long. Why? Because you have not received the sent word. You're just receiving general word. Which is powerful. Make no mistake about it. But there is the sent word. That's why Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that what? Proceedeth. If you look at that in the, in the Greek, it's a word that is constantly proceeding. It's not the word that proceeded yesterday. No, it's the word that is proceeding today from the mouth of God. That's what brings the change. That's what brings the life. 
That's what breaks chains. That's what brings light. Hallelujah. So as you are, as the word is coming to you this morning, there is a proceeding word for today. But when you listen to it tomorrow, there is a proceeding word for tomorrow. And when you, when you go back to it on Tuesday, there is a proceeding word for Tuesday. And when you go to it on Wednesday, there is a proceeding word for Wednesday. It keeps proceeding. It keeps proceeding. But how we get deceived is that we think, oh, I have heard that. So you are trying to now live on yesterday's manner. And you wonder why you are not preserved. You see? That's why it seems as if the word is powerless. No, it's not powerless. It's our attitude to the word that renders it ineffective. It's our attitude. So that's why we get stuck. We get stuck where we are and we're not able to proceed to the next level. We're not able to proceed with God. We're not able to access the superior wisdom of God because we're stuck in the realm of information. Information has changed the world, but don't, don't mistake that for the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is far, far, far superior as the heavens are higher than the earth. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are his thoughts from our thoughts. So, what is the proceeding word? Every day of your life, you need a proceeding word. You need it every day. That's what you live by. You should live by that. Amen? Yeah. Because for every day, there is a higher word. There is a higher thought. That God is downloading. And it's all hidden in the scriptures. <laughs> Interestingly, it's inside the scripture. Hmm? Yeah. It says, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So many of us think we figured God out. <laughs> Have you gotten to that point where you think you figured him out? No, he's, he will do this here. He won't do this. You know, he, has, he didn't do this for me the other time. So he won't do it this time. And, you know, and 
he didn't do it for this person, so he won't do it for me. And the earth is trying to comprehend heaven. How can you do that? You don't have what it takes. It's only what he has revealed to us. Amen? It's what he has revealed to us. That's why you see there are some people uh, they, they, they are stuck in the in, 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 in the first century. Okay? They are stuck in maybe in the 1600s. Because all they know is what was written in the 1600s. Meanwhile, there is a proceeding word. Say there is a proceeding word. I'm not talking about extra biblical revelation. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about fresh manner. Amen. That's what we need. That's what we need. So, there is a manner that can help you in that situation that you are faced with. There is a manner that can feed your business. Okay? And sustain your business. There is a manner that can sustain your career. There is a manner that can sustain your relationship. There is a manner that can sustain your life. There is a manner that can sustain your dreams. There is a manner that is meant for your vision. There is a manner. Turn to someone and say, that was free of charge. Parcella. I'm mixing things. I need some wisdom. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. To the intent that the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places to the intent that the manifold wisdom of God, the many-sided, many-shaded, many-shaped <laughs> wisdom of God, many expressions of the wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and the powers. So if you're going to walk in this wisdom, you cannot walk in this wisdom with stale manner. Are you getting me? Yeah. Because this wisdom is always current. This wisdom is always proceeding. Come on. Yeah. Because some of you, God wants to start manifesting. 
He wants to start manifesting through you in a way that even your professors will be blown away. Because you are supposed to bring new body of knowledge into the earth. But if you are stuck with what has already been written, what is written is already known. Principalities know what is written. Come on. Yeah, they know what is written. So how are you going to show the manifold wisdom of God if you only operate by what is written? I'm not against what is written. What is written is great, and we should learn it. Get as much knowledge as you can, but understand the limitations of what you are getting, because what you are getting is already obsolete. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Amazing. When those of you in IT, and when you look at, when you think about it, what you learn, all the things your professor taught you, and look at what is happening now. And what you, what you were taught, there are some people that are learning it now. What you learned years ago, that's what some people are learning today in this country. Am I not, am I, is it not true? Yeah, it's true. Those textbooks that were written. <laughs> so that's why we're rushing to catch up all the time. We're always trying, we're always doing catch up. We're always doing catch up. We're always doing catch up. When are we going to get to the forefront? Hallelujah. And bring to birth something that will become a case study. When are we going to do that? When are we going to be at the forefront? When is the church now going to begin to show forth some undeniable manifestation of the wisdom of God that professors gather Academics gather and they begin to study you. They begin to study how you did it. When are we going to begin to release that? Turn to someone and say, now is the time. Hallelujah. Yeah, now is the time. You know, all that we are learning is something that was released some time ago. Do you think that's the end? No, there's more. There's more. So, there's a manifold wisdom. There is a... Uh, there, there is a... different dimension of wisdom that God can release every single day. Every single hour. Every single minute. And he will still not have to repeat himself. Every second. He can release something new. Every second. And through everybody. And still not repeat himself. (laughs) 
So can you imagine all of us in here now? If God should say, okay, fine. You, between now and when we leave this service, every second there is a download of a particular kind of wisdom. And you have to walk out of this place and now begin to apply it. Begin to manifest it. You know that it's enough to change the world. It's enough to change the world. Hallelujah. My Lord. I love this Jesus. Yes, to the intent that the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. All the shades of God's wisdom. Come on. All the sizes of God's wisdom, if I may use that. All the expressions of God's wisdom. have been given to the church. They've been given to the church. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's time. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's time to start manifesting the wisdom of God. Amen. So when you go, when you study the scriptures, if you are familiar with um, rabbinical writings, okay, um, Jewish writings, and you, if you, if if you, if you are familiar with that, then you understand that the concept of wisdom in the scriptures is not the same as the concept of wisdom today that we have uh, from our institutions of learning. As a matter of fact, the Bible makes a clear distinction between the wisdom from above and the wisdom from the earth. Okay? The wisdom from beneath. And then there's a wisdom from above. Very different. Very different. And we know that God, by wisdom, made the earth. Am I correct? He, he made the earth by wisdom. So, wisdom has the capacity to bring forth new things. Come on. Somebody say new things. Let's go to Proverbs. Okay, as a matter of fact, before going to Proverbs, let me, let me explain the two different, two major classes of wisdom. All right? According to Hebrew understanding. All right? Now, in the Garden of Eden, in Genesis chapter 3, let's go there first before we go to Proverbs. We'll see in Genesis chapter 3, 
when the woman was being tempted by the serpent, it says from verse 1, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree in the garden? And the woman said, the serpent said to the serpent, we may eat of, um, it says, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Come on. <laughs> he says, for God knows. Hmm? He says, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open. And you will be like God. Knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. And that it was pleasant to the eyes. And a tree desirable to make one. What? Wise. Can you see that? A tree desirable to make one wise. She took off its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Now, the wisdom that came from this tree is a different kind of wisdom from the wisdom that God used to create the earth. Okay, so the Hebrew understanding is this. There is a wisdom that is a product of intimacy. Somebody say intimacy. So that's why when you look at that, when you look at Proverbs, let's look at Proverbs chapter 8. Proverbs chapter 8 From, uh, in fact, the whole chapter 8, when you, when you read Proverbs chapter 8, you see the, the way wisdom is being portrayed there. You will notice that wisdom has a gender. Come on. And what is the gender? Sorry? It's a female, a she, okay? So, the wisdom, the, the portrayal of wisdom, okay, in the book of Proverbs, look at, look at verse 1. In fact, verse 1, it even starts, it introduces wisdom to us. It says, does not wisdom cry out? And understanding lift up his voice. 
and understanding lift up her voice. Let it sink. <laughs> she says it's a man who wrote it. <laughs> he was inspired by God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He was inspired by God. So you see, the reason, one of the reasons, uh, well, I mean, the Bible is not clear about this, but I'm, I'm talking from, from uh, understanding of uh, ancient literature. Okay? Ancient literature, Jewish literature, give you understanding. So the understanding is this. The understanding is that wisdom is... It has the capacity to give birth. Do you get my point? Yeah, the, the understanding is that wisdom has the capacity to give birth. That's why it's referred to as a she. And to give birth requires intimacy. Hello? Yeah. So, the wisdom of God is a wisdom that requires intimacy. It is, it is different from the wisdom that Eve was introduced to. So, the wisdom Eve was introduced to by the serpent does not require intimacy. And you, you can see the end result of partaking of that wisdom. See where we are now. Thanks to Adam and Eve. They already had access to superior wisdom. That comes through intimacy. God would come in the cool of the day. To interact with them. And to impregnate them with wisdom. So that they can rule the earth. So they can bring forth. A new civilization on the earth. So that they can bring forth heaven and replicate it on the earth. They already had access to that. But the enemy tricked them. Gave them access to a wisdom that doesn't require intimacy. That's why, let me tell you something. If you detach, if you detach yourself from intimacy with God and you get information, because information is easily available, but intimacy is not. Intimacy is not. 
The kind of wisdom that will dumbfound the principalities and powers comes from intimacy. But when you go on a quest for wisdom and you don't care about intimacy with God, I'm sorry for you. I don't want to even predict your end. It's not a good one. So our generation, knowledge has increased, but wisdom has reduced. Yeah. Can't you see? Can't you see what is going on in the world today? Come on, look at look at the world today. Isn't it in a mess? Isn't it in a mess? Somebody just wakes up and says, I think I'm a whatever trap in a what? Where do you think that is coming from? So, because they have over the years detached detached society from God. From the source of wisdom. That's why the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It is the beginning of wisdom. Intimacy is the beginning of wisdom. That's my version. Intimacy is the beginning of wisdom. I'm telling you, please, don't allow anything to disrupt your intimacy with God. Because the devil will fight it. Because he knows that is the source of your strength. He knows that that is the source of your wisdom. He knows that that is the source of your superiority. That is the source of your superior advantage over him. So what is he going to do? He will do all he can to attack that. So that he detaches you from God. And then you are satisfied with knowledge. You are satisfied with information. Because information has some power. But it doesn't have ultimate power. Ultimate, ultimate power has been reserved with the almighty. The all wise one. So it's as you interact with him. As you, as you intimate yourself with him, he releases doses and doses and doses and doses of wisdom. Tell you, incredible. So that's the difference. So you might be faced in a situation and you, you, you can't see a way out. What you need is intimate wisdom. Do you get my point? Because after you've cracked your brain and you've scanned all your the files, the archives, the libraries in your brain, and you can't find a way out there, you get stuck. 
But let me tell you, that is the time to be intimate with the Lord. And just one moment of intimacy will poof. Show you the way. Oh, that's why he says, there is no temptation that has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. It says God is able with the same temptation make a way of escape. Hallelujah. So you feel trapped. Instead of you to now immediately cook up an explanation from sense knowledge, you go to God. Go to God. Hallelujah. So no temptation. Let's read it together. One, two, three. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But God with the same temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Hallelujah. There is a wisdom that gives you ability. There's a wisdom that gives you ability to bear whatever it is you are facing. There is a wisdom that gives you ability to find a way of escape. I'm telling you, it comes from intimacy with God. We, the, we need to get back to the place of intimacy. That's why we get defeated. We get defeated because of our lack of intimacy. It's not because God is powerless. It's not because God has failed. It's not because God is unfaithful. It's not because the word of God is not true. It's because we are not pursuing intimacy. That's why. That's God is able. If you go study that in the Greek, that word able is dunamis. Right there in the place of intimacy, dunamis will be released to you. Dunamis is the power, inherent power. Hallelujah. Explosive power. Supernatural ability. Stored ability. It's in the place of intimacy. He releases that wisdom. That's why, that's why Solomon says wisdom is better than strength. What, why, why, why would he say that? Wisdom is better than strength. How can wisdom be better than strength? Because wisdom gives you access to what strength cannot do. That's why it says not by might, not by power. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. He says the race is not to the swift. Nor is the battle to the strong. Hallelujah. So, you, when you see somebody fast, pew, or within 10 months, he achieved whatever. Just instead of looking and getting jealous and getting upset, just tell yourself the race is not to the swift. Amen. 
And if it's your brother, just celebrate with him. Glory. Yeah. So the wisdom for our times is a wisdom that is a product of intimacy. This wisdom doesn't come by research. I'm telling you, research is fantastic and you need research skills. Okay? For, for learning and all of that. But there's a wisdom that is not a product of research. Yeah. Why? You can only research what is already there. Is that not so? Now, if what you need is not written, what are you going to do? <laughs> you get my point. Yeah. So if African leaders can hook up to God, if African leaders can hook up to God and turn their backs on their ancestors that the enemy is trying to hook them up to so that he can keep them at a level of inferior wisdom. If they can hook up to the all-wise one and to the all-knowing one, if they can hook up to that, Africa just needs one decade. And I'm telling you, you won't recognize Africa again. I'm telling you. Yeah. But we need, to, we need to hook up with God. We need leaders who are intimate with God. We don't need leaders who are intimate with the West. We need leaders who are intimate with God. Because the West are eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Wisdom that is void of intimacy with God. That's what is producing the confusion we are seeing today. Every day, every day, one confusion is released. After another. Every time, you just hear some kind of dumb things. It's like, what? How can an intelligent person wake up and make such a statement. You don't even need sophisticated education to know that that is not true. You don't. But in the name of progressing, Come on. What a wisdom. Taking us backwards. Do you know how these things are not new? They were introduced long time ago. Go read your Bible. They've been there. They just resurfaced in a new way. They just bring new terminologies, new vocabulary to express the same foolishness. 
How many of you, how many of you growing up, maybe you're a kid, uh, some of you ladies, you were, you were growing up as a, as a child, but you felt more comfortable playing with boys and playing boy games. Is there anybody like that? Okay, fantastic. Yeah, but you see, now what they would have told you. You see, you see the wisdom from the tree. What the wisdom of the, from the tree is telling people now is that people like you are boys trapped in a female body. And that's not true. Amen. Okay, how many of you men, when you were kids, there were times you just enjoyed playing with doll babies? Okay, they don't want to raise their hands. <laughs> I can see they say, no, no, no. But they are here. Trust me, they are here. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean that you are now a female trapped in a male body? Think about it. It's not sophisticated. Somebody is eating from the tree. That is, that produces wisdom void of connection with God. That's all. That's all. Come and give us some funny, funny, confusing genders that don't even exist. Where is it coming from? It's from the tree. The same tree that Adam and Eve ate from. Our generation is still eating from that tree. That's why you better be careful what you consume. I'm telling you, you have to be more careful nowadays than ever before. Be careful what you consume. Always ask yourself, where is this wisdom from? Is it from the tree of knowledge of good and evil? Or is it from the tree of life? Is it from the tree of life? As a matter of fact, the tree of life, one of the, one of the ancient writings, <laughs> I remember, um, the tree of life is, is called, or Enoch called it the tree of wisdom. Yeah. The tree of wisdom, that's what he called it. So you can see, both trees have wisdom. One is linked to God. The other one is not. And unfortunately, that's the one Adam choose, chose to eat from. And after that, he wanted to go and eat the one that is linked with God. And that's why God chased him out of the garden quickly. Because if you eat from that one, you cannot die. So, if he had eaten from that tree, man 
would have been forever in a state of death. So God chasing Adam out of the garden was to save man. It was a work of God's mercy. So that man will still have the opportunity to be saved. So that man can still eat the, from the tree of life. Hallelujah. Which is what we have access to through Jesus. Glory to God. Our time is gone. Father, we thank you this morning. We glorify you. We give you praise and honor. I break every power. Every wisdom. That is void. Of intimacy. May it lose its power. May it lose its hold. May it lose its grip over our lives. In the name of Jesus. That wisdom from the tree still produce some results that we see today. We see the development today, the advancement today. Is still from that tree. But Lord, we don't want to be blinded by the results that are being produced by the wrong kind of wisdom. Help us. Bring us back. Bring us back to the tree of life. May we respond to the call of wisdom. As she is crying out. May we all respond. And embrace her. May we embrace her. That she will add. Length of days to us. Her prize is above rubies. She is. More valuable than any treasure on the earth today. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory, praise, and honor. Let this wisdom give us counsel. Let this wisdom give us understanding. Let this wisdom give us strength. Strength for the days before us. Let this wisdom equip us for the unimaginable. Let this wisdom unlock the heart of God to each and every one of us. Lord, I pray for your people right now. Every confusion that was introduced by eating from the wrong tree. I rebuke that right In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we give you glory. We give you praise. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. I want to pray for you. 
If you raise your hand, I'll pray for you. God bless you. See that hand. Anybody else? Just raise it. Just keep it up. Yes. And those of you watching online, I want to give you the opportunity as well to receive this wisdom. You're going to repeat this after me. Just say this after me. Including those watching online. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I open my heart to the wisdom of God. Jesus is the wisdom of God. He's the wisdom of God personified. I open my heart. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died and rose so that I can eat from the tree of life. Right now, I open my heart and I say, come into my heart. Make me a brand new person. Wash away my sins. I receive you by faith. I put my trust in you for my future, for my salvation, for my deliverance. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for this once that I pray this prayer. May this be the beginning of a new day. A new day, a new dawn. Let your kingdom manifest in their lives. Let your kingdom come. I declare the new creation, the realities of the new creation in their lives. Thank you, Father. I give you praise and I give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. Real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.